year. <laughs> Happy New Year. All right. So, I'm Rhonda. I'm Pam. Woo woo. <laughs> Um, so we just were chatting about before we started recording about mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions. Yes. And I made none. I did. I made none. Also, <laughs> I didn't make you any didn't either. Make any of them. I didn't. Made none. Um, just because I feel like I set myself up to fail mm-hmm. all the time when I make resolutions. I mean, I think it's good to have goals and and things that you want to achieve in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, things you might want to improve with yourself, not necessarily I'm going to exercise more and eat better, but yeah. like other things. There's so many other things. I mean, those are good things too, especially. I think yeah. that stems from the holiday season when all you're doing is eating pretty much a diet consisting of sugar, right? Right. More exercise, lose weight, eat better. I mean, that's that, all the time. Uh, yeah, you, that should probably just be a lifestyle. Sure. But, and it doesn't sound fun. But no. I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't do it. Like like you said, you it should be a lifestyle. Wow. Maybe just more realistic things of like, maybe if, if something's not good in your life or toxic in your life, trying to kind of get away from that and incorporating, you know. Yeah, that's really good. Other I think positive a, things in your life. I think that's a that's a good thing. Look back at maybe last year at how you felt like you got robbed right. from maybe time. Because right. time is something you can't get bad. Like Be more I, mindful of your time and yeah, how you spend it. Right? How you spend your time because that is the most precious commodity you have to give away and for and yourself. You're talking the beginning of the new year, so you have 365 days. Yep. God's given us this new year. Mm-hmm. And so what are you going to do with it? What yeah. are you going to do with your time? To set goals... A lot of times, like especially if you go into the stores right now, the the things that you see in the grocery mm-hmm. stores are all like keto friendly foods. Or you know how right. they just kind of hype all that stuff up sure. and they put it on the end caps and everything mm-hmm. at the grocery aisles. And then on the other side of the store, the home side, it's all the organizational totes. It's like all those organizational storage bins because people are ready to declutter and clean Mm -hmm. out. And so it's like the world kind of sets up avenues for you. That's true. And almost dictates what what you should actually be focusing on. Mm -hmm. And not saying that either one of those are bad, but again, I think you should really make it more personal and figure out what's really needed in your life mm-hmm. so you don't set yourself up to maybe fail because you didn't do what the world told That's you to do, like but that. you did what you wanted to do and right. you did something and it was feasible. And, and even if you don't complete it, if you get on the treadmill once instead of seven times through the week, okay. it's okay. Yeah. Eat a carrot once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> you just eat a carrot. It'll all be good. Just eat a carrot. <laughs> So, and the scripture says, you know, we we make our goals, our plans, but God ordains our steps. And I love that because we always, when we make a goal or a plan, I always kind of have the scenario of how I'm going to get there, right? right? I'm going to do this, 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 and that's what it's going to look like. And it's never what Mm -hmm. I think. It's just like in the last episode when you said, you know, all those things that you think about, those scenarios, they're us- they usually don't play out that way. They usually don't, because his plans are higher than ours. Yeah. You know, he knows, he, he ordains our stuff. He can get us there faster probably anyway than the way we want to do it. And sometimes so. things that we think is the best for us is not. And so if he puts some, it's not a stumbling block, but if he puts something in our path to kind of redirect us, hallelujah, right? Yeah, yeah. because then we'll finally get on track. Right. You know, when we think right. we're getting off track, we're actually getting on, on track. track. But I hate it that the world kind of sets up the displays in the stores and mm-hmm. on the commercials. And mm-hmm. so you have to kind of follow your, the beat of your own drum. Not, yeah, that's not, good. That's good. You know, not everybody else's. Right. Transition. We talked about mm-hmm. transition, and I've just been wanting to bring this up because since 2020, that kind of um, 
what's a good word? Catapult? That kind of catapults oh boy, sure a lot of people out of where they were, were right. and put them in different places. And then within that season, I saw tons of people mm-hmm. making moves, like, Moves, Big moves, yeah, from like either a different house to a different state, right, or a job, right, right, or ministry or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. there were a lot. There were a lot of people that started their own business mm-hmm. during that season, and so the transition, I believe, is still going on. I feel like there's still people moving and Mm -hmm. there's big moves that are going on. There's corporations that are changing, right? That you never would think would change. Never. There's so many things changing right now. I feel like we are in a season of so much change and transition. So don't put too much pressure on yourself to feel like you gotta be at spot Z. You've left A and you gotta be at Z by the end of the year Mm -hmm. because it might take a few more years. (laughs) And it's totally okay because the journey will get you to places that will still be fun and still be successful and still be fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we forget. We think if we focus on the destiny and the end spot, we lose track and we don't focus on all the blessings that you get. Like enjoy the journey. Yeah, because the journey can be pretty exciting. Right, it is. I, I often think about like if you fly somewhere on vacation, you get there real quick, right? But if you take, if you're in the car and you, you, you know, oh, and you're in the car good. and you're seeing all the things oh, that's and you're enjoying good. all the things. That's good. Or even if you're driving, <clears throat> if you take a drive and you're just, you know, looking at the scenery, but if you go walk it, different perspective because you're enjoying those sceneries that more, is right? so good you're seeing all the details of everything like enjoy so the journey good. life is a gift yeah and try to i so many times pray and ask god to, to let, let me see him today and what whatever i'm doing that day and i love the surprises right i think god loves giving us surprises mm-hmm. and so when, when we even just start out the day just in the general scope of things like i just want to see you in the sunrise or right. the sunset and he's I think he's back there going wait do you see what's gonna happen at lunchtime whatever and so that to me when I start thinking about his character in that way I get excited about I really get excited about the day like he's with us he's with us all day long what's gonna happen you know I think about like the new year you think about in the scripture like when when Jesus said I make all things new so yeah our his mercies are new every morning yeah Great is thy faithfulness. Yeah. So every morning, because at night, I've said before, at night, everything just seems doom and gloom, and I'm tired, and I'm overwhelmed, yeah. and it's like, oh. But in the morning, you wake up, and like your mercies are new every morning, God. Yeah. And he's yeah. with us, and he's making things new, and it's just wonderful. That's good. That's yeah. good. So, so when we talk about transitions, like, um, there, I, I heard just recently, uh, and this is more than one pastor, has left huge, huge congregations, mm-hmm. like their church that was a huge church and right. went back into corporate America uh, to work in the marketplace. And wow. it wasn't because they were leaving God or right. they were leaving their faith. They're just as strong in all of that right now, but they really feel like God is calling them to leave that ministry mm-hmm. of shepherding there and, and do some sort of shepherding in the marketplace. Not right. not that he's gonna turn that into a church, but, but he has something to give to corporate America. Right. And then he has a people group to reach in corporate America that he won't reach inside of those never church walls. Into the church, <clears throat> exactly. I the like church that. is defined as not a building and not a structure. The church is a body of people who believe in what Jesus Christ did and want to try to look like him the best they can in their life Absolutely. and be um, the salt of the earth and the light of the world. They mm-hmm. want to try to look like him and sound like him. That's the church. And so often, you know, the old saying, Elvis has left the building, yes. right? You know, and I often say in the church, the church 
needs to leave the building. Right. Uh, you know, but continue go to go, but be the church outside of those walls. Right. Don't focus on, you know, I, I, I think it's great that you go every Sunday. I think it's great that you serve. I think it's great that you do all those things. But the people that never go inside those walls... Mm-hmm are never going to never gonna mm-hmm. see that if you don't give it away, if you don't go out and give it away where right. you can. I have been in ministry for years off and on, and I had a call a year ago to go back into the workplace. And I did not like that transition because I didn't really, I, I loved ministry so much that I thought it was only done inside the church walls. Right. And I thought that was um, pure deception for me, mm. pure deception. Um, because if you read anything about Jesus, he was doing most of his ministry outside. Mm-hmm. He was walking the streets. He was going into towns. You know, we're always saying, don't forsake the assembly. Don't forsake the gathering of the believers. But we shouldn't also be forsaking the mm-hmm. people that don't come in to the true. church. And and there's a way to love on them. There's a way to give to them. There's a way to just be kind to them and be Jesus to them without without going preaching through. Preaching to them. Yeah, without preaching and without going through all of the... Um, um, logistics, you know, right. that the 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 um, the church would go through inside of those walls. Right. You know, don't take all that and bring it outside because they won't understand it and they probably won't like it. If they don't, if they haven't been in to see it, then they're probably not. If you try to imitate that outside, you they're know, gonna... the way the structure of the church is, they're they're not going to mm-hmm. be interested. But if you if you take love outside, right? right? If you they take kindness, that. if you take joy, if you take giving, helping, if you take all the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, right. peace, right? right. Um, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If you take all, all that stuff outside and you give that away, you will look more like the church mm-hmm. <laughs> that that way. Like I, my, I was talking to my daughter and we were talking about like things that you go through in your lifetime, the, the changes you go through, the hard times, the good times, but how that kind of makes you who you are today, right? And But if you think about that, if you really think back on the good, the bad, the ugly, all the good, bad, ugly things you've done in your life, mm-hmm. right? It helps you not to be so judgmental of other oh, people. Oh, yeah. Because when Jesus died on the cross, Mm-mm. he died for my sin as much as he died mm-hmm. for the, the mm-hmm. person that's not in the church, right? Exactly. Um, and exactly. not to judge them, but to care for them and exactly. love them and to show them Christ's love. Yeah. And that's I, how you will get somebody. When you're when you're going somewhere new or you're going to meet with somebody, don't ever forget where you came from. Mm-hmm. And it's not so you can be stuck feeling bad because of your sin. That's right. not what that means. It just means... Remember how you were delivered. Remember how you were rescued when you didn't deserve the rescue. Right. When you didn't deserve the mercy, you were still delivered and still rescued because that's what the mercy of God is. And you always want to be able to give that away always. to somebody without coming and being the church police. So I think about the alabaster box. Oh, make you cry. But like she pours out all of her alabaster box, all mm-hmm. of it on Jesus' feet, right? Um, because she knows the sinful, who she is and how mm-hmm. she's a sinner. And, and there's Jesus. And like he didn't stop her. He accepted her and he yeah. forgave her. They weren't in a church when that happened. No, no. And, but he they was there. They were at somebody's house having yeah. a meal. And yeah. there she was. So just uh, really think about yeah. those things. Yeah. Um, also, I remember a long time ago I heard a story. I don't know if it was a song or a story. I can't remember now. But it was about a lady who her husband always went out and he drank all the time and he hung out in bars all the time see if this sounds familiar to you or not and he'd come home late and he'd always like want her to get up and make him food and make his friends food do you remember the story i think i do i think i know where you're going and like and she did it 
and you know and he never went to a church and he didn't believe in God and finally one day after years and years and years and years of this happening somebody asked her why are you always so loving and kind to him and and you know and, and helping him and feeding him and being kind and to his friends and she's like and she just said that she was trying to show them Jesus but at the same time if he never accepts Jesus then this is the love he will have because when he dies wow he that's he'll go to hell wow. right so she wants she wants to show jesus to him and hopes that he accepts christ but if you don't at least she knows that she loved him and she showed wow. christ love to him while he was here and i just thought that awesome. was really and that's true like there was a gentleman that i worked that was at work and he died a few months later but i mean he was just so down when he first got there and, and just talking to him and paying attention to him and trying to encourage him and he'd up staying in the facility until he passed away um but even trying to talk to him a little bit about god not that not i don't know if he ever accepted christ or not but just trying to plant that little seed but you know after he'd gotten there and he was there for a while and he got sent to a different room and that was where he was going to stay um one day i was in there to go see another one of the one of his roommate but he stopped me on my way out and he needed he to stop me and he said, you know, he goes, I just want to thank you for being kind to me. I just want to thank you for all the things that you said to me and helped me with. I didn't think this guy would even remember because mm. he was in such a disarray when he first got there. And so, but he remembered. I love that. And that was <clears> just, <throat> you know, just, so I just, you know, I just hope that in his yeah. final moments that there was something there. But yeah. I, and I don't know that, but just to love on people, it, ma it makes a difference. But Pam, if you never were there. Right. And you never made it out to that place, out right. to the world in, the, in that place. Mm -mm. You would have never made that impact on him. No, not at and all. I think that's what the world is missing. I think the world is missing what the church really looks like. The church is not a building. Right. The church is the body of believers who needs to love and listen and help. And Encourage. yeah, there's a message to be given. Definitely. The Absolutely. message of Jesus Christ is very, the very important. The most important message. Exactly. But... You know, if you read any, if you read the the New Testament where Jesus did his ministry, he a lot of times he never really started out with "This is who I am. I'm the Messiah, and you better believe in me." Right. You know, and so you can be saved. He would just say, "Hey, you like to Zacchaeus? You know, hey." <laughs> a lot of people didn't like Zacchaeus because of what he did, <laughs> and he was he you know he was like, "Hey, Zacchaeus, how, how about we have dinner at your house tonight?" You know, right. I mean, that that was the start of the conversation. Right. You know, and then the woman at the well. You know, yeah. he didn't say, "How come you're not in church? Let's go to let's go to right. church." And and again, I'm not saying that's bad. So not at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that the but be woman the church, at, but just be, be the, the church. church. The woman at the well didn't go into the synagogue. You know, right. she probably would have been kicked out. You know, according to the culture back then. But she, Jesus was able to go to her and meet with her. Right. And there's just so many people that this is one of the reasons we do the podcast is mm -hmm. to, so we can share our joy mm -hmm. and so we can share hope and share the love of Jesus. And I'm thankful for social media that we can get on here and do mm -hmm. this because, you know, that is one way to reach people that you can't reach when you leave your house. Well, we're, we, like, if we said if nobody hears us, we hear each other. We hear each other. And, like, it encourages I us. I totally get encouraged when Me I get too. when I get done with this video. And then when, I, when I'm done and I edit it mm -hmm. and I listen to it over and over again, those words just ring over they and do. over in my head and I take them to work with me and I think about them and right. I apply the things that we talked about mm -hmm. to my life. I'm like, gosh, what would I do if I didn't have all that, if I wasn't listening to that, you know? So maybe a really great thing for the new year is just to share more love with people. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, what was that song about? What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Yeah. Oh, is that it? What the world uh, needs now is love, sweet love. Is that how that goes? 
You know that song? Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, but that's I think an that's old how one. It... I'll have to play it. I'll have to play it and stick it in the yeah. video somewhere. Change the words to love. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're out and about um, and somebody, like even if you're at a restaurant and somebody just seems to be kind of like, you know, rude or whatever, you just never know what's going on in their life. Yeah. Because boy, you can be having some big stuff going on in your life and you just sitting there with a smile on your face because mm -hmm. I know I'm the master of disguises and there's so many times when there's been really big things wrong in my life and you have a smile on your face. Yeah. And some people don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so they, they wear their, their feelings mm -hmm. on their sleeve. The right. road rage instances. Right. You, know, you know, my first reaction is, hey, you know, right. what are you doing that for? Or whatever. And mm -hmm. I have to be intentional about stopping to think, why is he late? Is it because his little girl was sick this right. morning and he had to take care of her and now he's going to be late for work? You just really don't know the story behind right. all of that. Take a deep breath in. Pray for to, them. Yeah. Pray for them. I mean, God help them. If right. there's a struggle there with the workplace or with a family member, mm -hmm. help them, meet them. I mean, that, that kind of helps me cast that care. You it know. does. Do the verse. Well, the scripture says, don't just be a hearer of the word, be a doer, doer of the, the word. word. I was telling Rob, my husband, about this the other day, how, um, and I, I don't know if I said this before or not, but, you know, there's a verse, cast your cares into him because he cares for you. Mm -hmm. Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so we can memorize that verse and we can say it all the time, but if we don't do it, we're not actually getting any further than we were right. just saying the words. And so um, in my mind, you know, I take at night when you say, you know, you're just tired and right. you're weepy and you're wore out. That's kind of the time when I think our minds just race um, and even condemn us sometimes. Uh -huh. You know, like you didn't do this, you should have did this, you should have said it this way or whatever. And so when I'm laying in bed, I like to take one care at a time because that's how they come to us. One trouble comes at us at a time. Mm -hmm. So I take one care at a time and I think about that care and I pretend that I have it in my hand mm -hmm. and I cast it like a fishing line because that's, that's what good. casting is. Cast and I'm like, and when I cast it, I, in my imagination, because the scripture says if you keep your imagination on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Mm -hmm. And so I imagine him, Jesus, standing there catching it for mm -hmm. me. Like I'm casting this care, this specific care, this one right here. And I throw it and then I picture him going, that's good. Thank you. I've been waiting for that. Now yeah. don't ask for it back. I've back. got this. And yeah. I do one care at a time, one care at a time, over and over. And so I'm doing the word. I'm not just hearing the word or right. saying the word. There was a young man we went to church with years ago, and mm -hmm. he, him and his brother were involved in a lot of the um, Bible quizzing. You probably know the mm -hmm. family I'm talking I about. And I don't know if you remember him saying this or not, but we were talking about New Year's, actually. And... Um, it was it was when we were both like uh, youth leaders, okay. and we would go over, you know, to the mm -hmm. cafe or whatever, and we would we would join in the group discussions. And and the older of the two brothers said that his New Year's resolution was he had done all these Bible quizzes, and he was really good. Like really he would memorize chapters yes. and books, and yes. and he would go to these events and these competitions, and he would just win them, and they were right. so good. And I'm like, man, I could never be like no that. Way. And this was so profound because he was probably in middle school when he said this. I think he was. Middle he school. said, my New Year's resolution is is to not just memorize the scripture, but to learn what it means. Oh, that's good. And to take it in and actually learn it. And I'm like, This is not, a middle school. Right. And he's he's admitting that he's not learning it. He's just memorizing right. it. Right. That's I good. I mean, not that memorization is bad no. because you'll know it, but if you don't, I mean, you'll know the words, but if you don't know the meaning, if you don't know how, what, to, apply how to apply the word... That's really good. <laughs> right? I don't remember that, but that's really oh, good. Oh my gosh, that has stuck with me for years. Yeah, I that's think, great. Wow, if a middle schooler can figure that one out, wow. you know, we could all figure Absolutely. that one out. Absolutely, that's wonderful. I think about too, like transitions you said or change. So if we think about like 
we all kind of like to just have everything just go smoothly and we don't like to have change. I mean, some people do, but most people don't like a whole lot of change. Don't like right. a lot of right. a lot of up and down in your life, right? right? Or we want things to stay consistent. We're content where we're at. But you know, if we never changed and if nothing ever got, you know, became different for us, we would, we'd be stuck in a rut. Yeah. And we don't even know, like we would miss on, we'd miss out on all what God has for us yeah. if we just stayed right where we were at. Yeah. You know, and also sometimes you're, where you're staying is a bad place. Like you could be, and we talked about this earlier, like a toxic relationship mm -hmm. or a talk or people in your life that are toxic or a, a bad job or what, whatever it might be. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. even something you're in a rut with. And it's like, you know, maybe you're on, I don't know, maybe you're t too stuck in social media and you can't get off of it, to, you know, to be more alive to the people around you or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things it could be. Mm -hmm. But if if you're not like, if, if we don't want change ever, then man, we could really miss some things. Yeah, yeah. You, and, and that's the thing is the people that don't like change are usually the ones that feel safer and more comfortable because they're in the routine. Right. And the routine makes them feel comfortable. But getting out of that routine just just for an amount of time to get you through the change right. right just to get you to the next step I mean there's just so many rewards in there that. is there really is that's why I know like I talked about earlier I'm in a transition I got called out to go back to work for this season you know I, I, I have no idea what's what's in store for me right. I literally just take it one day at a time right and I ask God to continue to guide my mm. steps and where he's gonna lead me I will go and I just, I literally take it one day at a time, but I also know right. this season's gonna change. And as hard as it was for me to move out of the church building mm -hmm. and, and be in the workplace, I've been in the workplace before, but it's been a long time. Right. And so to move out of that atmosphere into this atmosphere was hard for me, not because I didn't know how to do anything. Right. So right. if you can picture if you're in one one place, one culture, one right. language, right? right, all the time. right, one one way of doing things over and over the same all the time right and so you're speaking the same language you're doing the same thing it's all repetitive or looks uh, looks like it's sure. kind of repetitive even even though every, all the days are different and so you do that and all of a sudden you move out of that right and everything looks different the atmosphere is different the language is different the music is different mm -hmm. you know just the the way people live and move around you is all different when well that's what happened to me when I moved out of that church atmosphere right I I loved it and I loved what I was doing but I got so used to everything looking a certain way every single day even though there were hard days the verbiage, the, all that stuff, the music, the hallways, mm. the meetings, the paperwork, the emails, the conferences, the, all that, you know, and then you move out of that and you go into the workplace where none of that exists, right? Mm -hmm. And I had been there before, but what happened this time was I was able to take the love that grew deeper in me for the Lord and for other people. Mm -hmm. I was able to take that into the workplace this time, right? And really just look different, look look different this time, you know. Right. And so, if I don't do all that stuff in the church where I'm at right now, that's okay. Right. That's okay with God because He's going to use me in this atmosphere to do things that He wants me to do mm -hmm. when He wants me to do it. And like mm -hmm. Jesus said, when people were telling Him, "Well, you should go here and you shouldn't go there, and you should do this and you should say that," He's mm. like, "No, I only say what I hear my Father say, mm. and I only do what I see my father do. I, right. He was really obedient to that. He was. And I think in that that's kind of where I'm headed. I'm, I just want to really lean on him because right. God would never want me to say anything to anybody or do anything to anybody that would push them away from him. Mm -hmm. He always wants me to be that person that draws them closer. Close. So every 
single thing I say, right. everything I do, and I'm not perfect by any means. There's a lot of times I go home mm-hmm. and I think I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have did that. Oh right. my gosh, you know. Right. But his mercy is new every, every morning, morning. And I know it's a new day and he, he'll just be like, Rhonda, just get up tomorrow. We're going to try it again. And you're doing great. <laughs> anybody anybody that went to Calvary knew it's a new day. The song. It's a new day because we sang that song a lot. I love that song. It's a new day. I know. It's such a good song. Like I think about like this last Christmas because this was the first Christmas that I did not have my grandma. Last Christmas, she was here. This Christmas, I'm holding my granddaughter. And my grandmother was Dorothy May. My granddaughter's Isla May. So here I am holding Isla (laughs) on Christmas, right? And I'm holding Isla, and I'm like, oh, like, you know, grandma is in heaven, but now Isla's here. And like, that's a new thing. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. You know, not that I don't miss my grandma or love my grandma. Right. But I love Isla May, too. Yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, so much, you know. And it's like, God just continues just to bless us all. We might be going into a new year, a new start in your life. Same God. Same God. It's not a new God. It's the same God. And he's same yesterday, today, and always. And the the cool thing about God is he's already been in our new days. He's already been in our tomorrows because he's not in a time realm. Mm -hmm. So he's already been in our Mm -hmm. tomorrows and knows what lies ahead. That's true. But just be encouraged. Yeah. And uh, go into the new year maybe just trying to spread more love. Give yourself grace. Give yourself permission to be okay to not dot all of your I's and cross all of your T's this year. Love yourself. Yeah. Give yourself some self-care and and don't make, you know, unreachable goals. Just make make goals that, well, no, I I take that back. If you want to make an unreachable goal, make it. Just don't put pressure on yourself to make that unreachable goal or get there by the end of this year because even if it's something that's birthed in your heart Uh and you have a desire and a passion to do, then you'll get there. It might take more than a year, but you'll get there. But don't forget mm-hmm. that the journey along the way until you get to, and we talked about destination isn't just one place. It's right. like you reach destinations all throughout you your do. life. So you may have this certain destination in your mind that you want to be here, but along the way are going to be other destinations to get you there that are going to bless you, that are going to fulfill you, right? that will surprise you. And enjoy look, the journey. Enjoy that. Look for that along the way and, okay. and give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's really good. All right. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy we New Year. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful day.